0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum
1: Podcast.
2: What? Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry. Yes. Uh, where were we? Ah, yes. The wedding of Etakumba and Bokoe had just been attacked. And I had borne witness to the tragic passing of Queen Noma queen of the Echazinian, wielder of the fro, and I was flying through the air with a heavy heart, carrying her granddaughter and my closest ally, Ongenagama, the new queen of Echazinian. I oft reflect on that moment. It matters the way you come into a room, the way your people see you, and of all of the thousands of ways I could imagine Ongenagama becoming queen, that was not one of them. And I can't help but think, if that one moment had been different, it could have changed everything for the better. Anyway, let's get on with the story. I'm sure it has a happy ending.
3: I think oh. as Mooti stress, I don't know. We open stress. I don't know. Jeremy. Yeah, I don't know, Mooti, how long you were able to stay airborne. I'll say you got some distance, but I don't think it was too long before you and Oneginagama went tumbling out of the yeah. sky because enlarge mm-hmm. reduces a concentration spell, and you are being actively attacked by a very powerful assailant. I don't think it would have been that long before the pair no. of you came tumbling. <laughs> it's not a good thing to fall uh, and hit a building uh in in Ezra Zini because they do tend to involve metal plating we won't roll damage but we will say there were some likely mm-hmm. fractures And all of this, as you come tumbling out of the sky, Muti, you shrink, have this extremely angry, bestial Ongenagama attacking you, and you crash, and you, like, bank off the side of a building, spill out into the streets, go skidding through, whacking the various stones and booths that have been set up as part of the market. Can you describe for us what Ongenagama looks like now when she rages, as she rises from the
0: dust? So... What you see is like on Genagama's form, but it's almost like she's tesseracting in and out of like a big maw and then like like animal paws and like a massive tail. Like she's just turning in to like all manner of beast. Because she's she's out of control right now, so she's like going through all of that cycle. Just like a massive mm. maw, every anything. Like it's just rage after rage after rage after rage after rage, basically. As she turns into many beasts or beast mm. bits. Muti,
3: I think you know, uh, this is not good. <laughs> it, it's, not good <laughs> it's not good for you to be this close to an angry Ongenagama. Thankfully, most people are not in, like, I'll say you got like a half mile before mm-hmm. tumbling out of the sky. Like, there aren't tons and tons of people. And Ongenagama at this point is more likely to be heading towards the action if you were to stay, it might be a problem, but also, like, it's probably not the worst thing if Ongenagama goes back as long as you are able to provide support.
2: Ongenagama, before we proceed, you must think clearly. You must see the woods for the trees, and you must assess the situation in a way that I know that you can. As the leader that I know that you are, I need you to take a deep breath And show me that you are ready to take this on. Show me.
0: Ongeragama's going to spend, like, a bunch, like, a few, like, deep breaths, like, (sighs) calming down. And as she eventually calms down, she just buckles down onto the floor and just, like, starts, like, wailing, crying, until she eventually composes herself on her knees, um, and starts to get herself up.
3: I think that by this point, a lot of the people from the fr- who were around the palace and the grounds for the celebration had fled. Um, there has been a small crowd gathered around this, well, I don't know if the people know it now, but the official monarch of Ejozini, as they surround you Seeing as like all of the animal mutations, the like the lion's face, leopard skin erupting over your body. This sudden like burst of crocodilian tail lashing out, turning into a scorpion's tail, turning into an elephant's trunk. As you finally manage to calm yourself and like all of these animal parts begin to recede into you and you finally rise to your feet Barely composed, is it fair to say?
0: Yeah, barely. Like um, it's it's, it's paper thin. It's paper thin.
3: Yeah, it's kind of uh, ragged breaths. I'm imagining.
0: Yeah, uh, it's ragged it's breaths, but it's
3: m- not quite to the point of this the these kinds of breaths. But I'm imagining, like when you're a little kid and you have just gotten in big trouble and you have a really hard cry. Tell me if tell tell me if you've been yeah. if you've been there and you have yeah. The...
4: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. your, 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 <laughs> yeah, like your your respiratory yeah, yeah. system
3: is like spasming and is like, oh yeah. my gosh, oh my gosh. And there are too many feelings.
0: Yeah, too many, too many feelings.
3: Muti, you see that this is, I mean, you know that this is now the monarch of Egeozini. And mm-hmm. th- this mm-hmm. person is now in public. You don't know if there are any more of these hooded figures You don't know. I think Jasper made the connection. So I'm going to say Mooty made the connection between that yellow rock and the spider. You don't know how long these things have been operative Mm -hmm. here. This is Mm -hmm. not safe. And you also don't know how this is going to affect Ongenegama's public perception.
2: So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to go kind of in front of Ongenegama, seeing all these people around and realizing that something has to happen now to save this situation and to save... Her face, in the in front of her people, and I think I look deeply into Unganagama's eyes, and I say, "Now that we are thinking clearly, we can crush those who dare to oppose us." And I'm going to place like a hand in the, as long as Unganagama uh, uh, is okay with it, and it's not going to like mm-hmm. bite my hand off. I'm going to place a hand <laughs> onto Unganagama's chest. And, like, there's, like, a pulse of, like, energy. And I'm going to cast Major Image at 6th level. So from behind onge kind of, like, almost, like, from behind her, grows a 20-foot tall and 20-foot wide lion. Like, a full, like, spectral lion grows behind her and just... like roars and uh this doesn't require concentration and will last as long as it's not dispelled and i'm gonna start like basically with this lion behind us just start in a full sprint back towards the (laughs) the like palace room basically like where we were attacked uh with this lion behind and basically like in an attempt to like rally the people my aim for like touching on Getagama is that it looks like this is like almost like her summoning a spirit to fight with her this is like a some sort of lion spirit that has mm. like come to our aid in this time of need but because yes. of on yeah uh,
3: you see that the people flip initially like ah that's <laughs> <And seeing> the <laughs> largest lion they've ever like people are diving out of the way they're, they're pretty consistent. it's initial pants wedding terror diving out of the way realizing that this is apparently like a thing that Ongenagama wanted and joining the charge of people behind you, like "Ah!" running towards the palace courtyard.
0: I think this, um, like witnessing this like massive spectral image and Muti's like calming, like centering, like guidance, um, like Ongenagama goes like cold. Mm. like stone cold like mm. okay <laughs> and also legs it behind Muti. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. stone cold just okay fine we're going to kill them now
3: you make it back in no time I think as you arrive and you come running in several Ejozenian soldiers and captains come running up to you and they say oh your, your grace uh, the hooded figures many of them have fled we have defeated them we have repelled them We have a point, and there are three of them that are being held captive. Two look grievously wounded. One looks relatively okay. The rest are either dead or gone. There are a number of bodies of other people littering the area. Of course, huge amounts of debris. This beautiful courtyard that was so well designed, you know, years of craftsmanship went into it, has been horribly marred by, like, shrapnel and force. You see bent-in, buckled metal and tears in it as sections have been ripped out. The masonry itself is crumbling in some parts, which is unheard of for this city. Even the worst parts of Ejozidi... The architecture is staying consistent. Like, this is like, and especially in the palace, this is this is bad. This is very bad.
0: I want to grab one of them, and I'm going to, like, go for something super painful, like a clavicle or something, and just begin crushing it. And just oh, say,
3: talk. Oh. oh! Talk. Muti, you see Onkenagama just stride over in a vice-like grip, pick up a person, crack their clavicle, and then just keep squeezing. And saying "talk" in a very firm yet well—not yelling. I was—I was, I was going to say calm, but not uh, maybe not calm. An icy voice. The person's like uh, struggling in her inner grip as her grip only tightens. What were you going to say, Muti? Um, what do you do?
2: Is the gentleman that I've spoken to earlier? Apologies, i have uh, forgotten his name. Uh, the my, one of my uh, your of advisor, whisperers. Uh, one yes. my, yeah. Uh, is, is he still alive or is he eaten dirt?
3: Oh no, he, he was, he was caught in the explosion.
2: Uh, yes, yeah, so he's fully dead.
3: Bafana was caught in Bufana. the explosion. He is dead.
2: Okay. He's fully dead. Okay. Do I know, is there anyone else there who fills a similar role or, uh, or at least I would trust in a, in a similar way? There
3: is one other person. You see, Sanele is here.
2: Sanele. Okay. I will go up to Sanele and say, um, Sanele? um. No one else is to hear of this. One of these bodies is brought to my quarters, and I want no one else to know of it. How marred do you want the body to be? All I need is the head. Everything below it is unimportant to me. Yes. Sanele turns
3: and directs a couple of soldiers, and they begin the cleanup process. They start clearing out the area, gathering up the dead on both sides. Sanele nods at you, and they say, it shall be done.
2: Thank you. And then I think I'll wheel back round to um, uh, Onganagama. I'll sort of tap the skull that is, like, on my head, which I think I think I imagine, like, I wear it in a way in which my, like, antenna kind of comes through the eyes of this of the skull, <laughs> and I sort of tap that and make sure that the prisoner can't see me. Like, I'll try and move behind them. I'll tap that and make eye contact with Onganagama, and I'll cast Detect Thoughts on the prisoner as Onganagama is interrogating them.
3: What does he see in Ongene Gama's eyes as he attempts to make eye contact with her? Uh, this is for you, not.
0: For me, um... Nothing. <laughs> like, actually nothing. Like, like, sort of like
3: lion eyes, where it's just like yeah, like a dead yeah. stare.
0: Yeah, predator eyes. Like, just, it's yeah. not, there's, no, there's no, there's, yeah. I mean, he's definitely dead. Like, he just has to talk. That's what has to happen.
3: Uh, The person is... (laughs) (laughs) Weirdly, as they are thrashing, the hood stays up. Uh, Like, it has not fallen back. They're thrashing back and forth in your hand. You can feel you're doing some damage here uh, and squeezing Mm. harder and harder. But as they're, like, struggling in your grip and going... (laughs) You don't... The hood does not fall back. Uh, And then from underneath the hood, the body starts, like, it sort of, like, stops and then goes limp for a moment as you're holding it. And then from under the hood, you hear.
1: (laughs) Well, are you the new queen? Is that who addresses me? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, what would you have me tell you, new queen? I would have you tell me how you would like to die. <laughs> Death. <laughs> Death is meaningless. <laughs> What matters is not what is coming. What matters is what came before. <laughs> Do with this body as you will.
2: Can I get anything with detect thoughts here? Whatever voice that is, I'm like that's the one I'm trying to like uh, go after. I think. Um, I will spend some sorcery points if I can to make them roll the disadvantage if they are rolling. Okay. If they don't need to uh, or they are immune to, then that's fine.
3: Um, yes. The surface thoughts of this person are agony. It is screaming, it is pain, it is terror. It also does not in any way match what is being said. What this person is thinking mm-hmm. is like, ah, 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 ah. it's like not even thoughts. It's like pain, pain, mm. terror, but nothing in any way connected to the voice that is coming out. You would have to push deeper if you were going to try and see what, what the cause of that
2: is. Absolutely. Well, if I can, yeah.
3: What's, uh, uh, it's a wisdom save?
2: Yes. It's only a wisdom save of 13 uh, because it's just based off the helms.
3: And you're having them roll at disadvantage?
2: Yes, please.
3: Uh, they fail. You push through the barrier of this person's mind, and Muti, a sensation, a new sensation, I think, for Muti, when you read people's minds. You often feel like a sensation of touching another person's mind. But for the first time, as you dig, as you push through the layer of this person's mind and touch something inside, you are touched back as you feel mm. like as you touch a mind, yeah. you feel snapping back onto you like daggers piercing into your brain. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight mm. points digging into your brain and pulling you in closer. You feel like something starts to bind your mind in position. So it's like you almost stop being able to move. And I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw for you, Muti.
2: Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> Good. Uh, 16.
3: Onginagama, mm-hmm. you hear Muti start to say the exact same things.
2: No, in unison no, 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 no.
3: With this hooded figure. And you see, like, you can't see his eyes underneath the antelope mask. And it, it looks like Muti is being held up. Like, it doesn't even, like, he's, he's still standing, but his, you see his arms and weight just sort of drop, and it looks like something is holding him up by the head. <gasps> like, there's a string attached to his head that is just holding him in the air, like this. and you Nothing see, as, as the figure moves, Mooty's
1: head moves. You hear, it is not what comes next it is about what came before that is what will tell us who we are and where we're going
4: <laughs>
1: would you like to know where you came from show me you see the arms of
3: this body snap in half as well as the uh, legs, oh, like they no, break no, at the no. at the knees and the elbows, no. they then break at the forearms and shins, forming like segmented limbs.
0: Is this happening to Mooty as well?
3: No. What happens to Mooty is
0: his legs,
3: his lower legs, transform into the antelope legs, which just bend the other way. With his upper arms, I imagine what moves are in fact the... Tell me this, Muti. Do you still have the prosthetic arms attached that Bekoe had made for you? Because you had attached them years ago.
2: Yeah, I think... uh, Probably not, I think, at this point. I think Muti would be... uh, I think maybe, like, if Muti goes into battle or something, he gives Mm -hmm. himself, like, a pair of extra arms just because it's useful. Um, But, like, he doesn't wear them, like, a day-to-day. He wouldn't be, wearing them at the wedding. Okay.
3: Then all four of Muti's limbs transform into antelope limbs, which pop in the same position. Thankfully, they don't have to do much in the way of breaking because they already kind of are oriented that way. But he starts to move, like, in conjunction. And all of these, as his body, like, flies forward and, like, touches this figure, all eight of the limbs... Flap, uh, like swing forward onto your arm, and you can feel like the edges of the hooves trying to dig under your skin, and the fingers trying, like the fingernails digging into your skin. And on Genagama, you receive a vision. Oh, God. A vision of yourself. Cool. A vision of yourself as you have dreamt yourself many a time. A towering leader. A leader of people. A military leader. A general. Powerful. Feared. Respected. Confident. Assured. Able to protect those who need protecting. And to destroy those who deserve destruction. Someone who is secure... In all the ways you are not, and someone who is powerful in all the ways you wish you could be. Okay. You see this version of yourself cutting down foe after foe. You see yourself, I think you for the first time in like a waking scenario, see yourself flying through the air mm-hmm. uh towards the uh, towards a, a daema. Uh, as there's like a gigantic moon orb that has lifted you off the ground. You see who is the cause of this. As your soldiers are being slaughtered, you launch yourself towards this foe, swinging your axe to bring them down. And even as you swing your axe, you know their death is assured.
0: Okay.
1: Do you see? This is where you came from. And it was taken from
0: you. And I have given it back. You have taken my grandmother. You have slaughtered my countrymen. Where do I find you?
1: <laughs> you can find me to the west. <laughs>
0: Okay, cool. Um, I need a dispatch of this weird body, because it's not Mooty, right? (laughs) Yeah, as Mooty
3: is also, like, lolling over, you sort of feel yourself plucked out of the vision. You see, like, Uh the entire vision sort of like, you see like ripples of force, like through the entire vision as though you were just pulled out of, as if you've been stuck into like fabric or something that had been stretched across the surface, and you boom, and it's just
1: uh,
3: in your absence and you come back to your senses and you are still holding like your fingers digging so deep into the clavicle of this person, and you can see where the hooves and the fingers have somehow wormed their way under the layer, the top layer of your skin, and you can see like the Skin rising up around them. Uh-huh.
0: What do you do? I'm just gonna take its head off. Okay. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna sever its head oh, with my axe. I'm just gonna. Okay. You take your axe and <laughs> the figure
3: <laughs> collapses to the ground. When you do that, all eight of the limbs that are piercing you spasm. Mooty slides off onto the ground, twitching uh, and convulsing. And the creature or the being that is its legs twitch as if, like, the nerves are still firing, but the head is gone. The head continues to laugh for a moment. You could swear it's the head, or maybe it's in your head, but you still hear that voice. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Just fading away as the body just convulses for a moment, but does not seem to be alive. These these look like death throes. Mooties do not look like death throes, or at least they do, but eventually they stop, and Mootie, you... (gasps) come back into yourself. Uh, but before that muti, muti I think it is worth uh, it is worth saying that you also catch a glimpse of this warrior, this warrior Ongenagama. I think you see the same vision that Ongenagama sees and it very much rings a bell. You see like this mm. terrifying Daima warrior flying through the air. You know, I think in that moment, you know Ongenagama recognizes that that was her, or at least she's being told that that mm. was her at some point. And you are now back. Uh, like you are plucked out of out of that web as well. And you are back in your body. You see Ongenagama holding a limp twitching corpse Meanwhile, by the way, the other two hooded figures have been cheering through all of this. And you hear, you hear them sobbing underneath their hoods at the beheading of, of their compatriot.
0: Mm. I am going to try and remove the hoods of the other two.
3: You, as you remove their hoods, see that both of their faces are entirely covered by yellow masks with purple orbs at the top, like purple uh, carved Mm -hmm. orbs, and four lines descending out of those orbs uh, on either side. So eight lines in total, uh, Mm -hmm. sort of uh, over like, basically set over or carved into a yellow mask. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. The, their hoods appear to have been hooked onto the front of these masks so that they okay. would not come up
0: okay like is it is it like a, like a spherical thing is there any way to get traction to remove it like can I get a grip to get my fingers in it to try and take it off or does that hurt I don't know
3: as you're pulling it like the sides you see like it seems like it's been like stuck to the skin a little bit okay you could try and just pull it off
2: can I try cast Dispel Magic? Sure. <laughs> that wasn't a good show. Sure. That wasn't a good show. Sure. That wasn't, that. That wasn't was a... That, like, sure, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Fuck around find out. Fuck around find out, bro. You know I mean? <laughs> Why not? Yeah.
3: Dispel Magic. Uh, let me mm. see here. Uh, any spell of third or lower automatically ends and you have to roll?
2: Yes, roll. It's a DC uh, 10 plus the spell's level. Uh, okay. To... Um,
4: Yeah.
3: And you get a plus according to your spellcasting ability modifier? Yes. Okay, so it's a plus five to this roll. Roll me a d20. Roll me to spell magic roll. Uh, 13. Yeah, you put your hands over the mask. Uh, you, like, channel your power into it, and nothing happened.
2: What? Don't tell me this is a ninth level spell. Mm. This is...
3: You hear both figures... Uh, now, like, muttering something to themselves. Do I recognize the language? No. Uh, but roll me, roll me a history check. 22. 22. You remember, in the spellbook, that Bashala went west because his people, mm. the Oziman lived there. Uh, it is entirely likely that these people may be speaking some kind of Aziman language okay. possibly even an Ikaki language uh, that you're just not familiar with maybe in a dialect that you don't know uh, because mm. the 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 spellbook would have also said that there were Ikaki over there as well
2: I think I'm going to turn to Anganagama and say I don't I don't know what we're going to gain from either of these two in the heat of battle, and I think that your time is better spent rallying the people and trying to recover from the great blow this city has been dealt. I am happy to take it upon myself to investigate this, but the city, this nation needs a queen, and I'm sorry, Hongenagama. I know this is not a title that you were ever fond of, nor one that you welcomed, but it is yours. And to leave this position vacant would be a dereliction of all of those that we have fought so hard to save.
3: Uh, You can already hear the wails of those surrounding Noma's body uh, up at the head of the... Uh, the head of the courtyard i think onigama even though you didn't actually see her die it mm-hmm. is at this moment that it is confirmed for you by both muti's words and the response that mm-hmm. noma was killed in this blast
0: um okay so i tend to muti and say then i shall lead and i take my axe and i absolutely like cleave half the two people in front of us, and I say we go west, and I walk away to go handle business.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, <laughs> you are met
3: by some of your officials who uh, a- approach and are are like, oh, "Your grace, your grace. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we have been trying to find evidence of the treachery. See what under what what happened." It appears that some kind of device was planted underneath the, the banquet table and it was caused to explode, similar to the, to the manner of a fireball spell or, or any kind of magical explosion, but it, it appears to have used some kind of concussive force but also been filled with, with, uh, with metal pieces. We have found, uh, we have found shrapnel uh, as though something exploded underneath the table we feel that that is what had killed the queen and and, and that we have found evidence that others were planted around the banquet area and there's more your grace in the chaos of the battle uh, there were casualties uh, and one of them looks back as you see a soldier holding a small limp body wrapped in his own cape A single black arm dangling out of the small bundle as Mwenzako has succumbed to his wounds and being left behind in the midst of the battle uh, was unable to
0: survive. Secure the gates. Find every member involved in the banquet. Staff. Entertainment. Catering. Hold them at the battlements to the east. They will be interviewed each and every single one. Right away, Your Grace. I am not done. Yes. Prepare the battle rites for our deceased queen. And prepare the battle rites for Munzako. Clear this area and make sure that all wounded or deceased are taken care of. Yes, Your Grace. No one gets in or out.
3: Absolutely, Your Grace. You heard the queen. The soldiers begin to fan out, uh, carrying out your orders to the letter. You see that Prince Thabo has a small cut on his... on. You're not even sure if his skin was cut. The shoulder of his, uh, his robes for the banquet were cut. And he is lying like he's in... Oh, what's the name of the statue? The Pieta in St. Peter's Basilica, where Mary is holding Jesus' body. Dude is in oh, yeah. full, like... Repose, just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no. Takumba is absolutely livid. She is helping to round people up. She is, Bekoe is sitting there, like, with sort of a blank, confused look on his face.
2: I want to immediately go over to Bekoe. Mm hmm. Uh, Bekoe, may I have a word? Um, uh, uh, uh now. Uh, yes, yes. Yes,
3: yes, Uh, yes, yes. And
2: I'll pull Bekoe to his side and say, I need you to tell me very, very plainly, have you uttered a single word of what you have been working on to anybody? Uh, And I will cast tech Thoughts. You go into Bekoe's
3: mind. And it is an absolute jumble. Yeah,
2: to be expected. It is going
3: every which way. There are thoughts of like, oh my goodness, uh, the queen is dead. Oh my goodness, uh, my wife and I were almost harmed. Oh my goodness, thankfully we were unharmed. Oh my goodness, this is exactly what was planned. Roll an insight check, in fact.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to probe deeper and... Yeah. Oh, nice. I got a dirty 20 on insight.
3: Are you having him roll with disadvantage or just uh, regular?
2: Yes, please. I think I have like three uh, sorcery points left. Okay. I've been trying to crack them on a temporary sheet.
3: (laughs) He's got pretty good saves. It ain't going to make it. it ain't going to make it. He fails the wisdom save. You push through. You get a dirty 20. Mm -hmm. You realize upon probing deeper that Bekoe has almost certainly been enchanted and that he was most likely cornered by someone and essentially magically coerced into giving up this information and also on some level thinking that he was on their side. But you you also know that Bekoe is such a loyal person. He's such like, he's such sort of like an innocent guy. Now, Muti. In this moment, you know that what Bakoe was working on was something that you had kept private. Yep. You yep. also know that there are going to be those eh, who see this as a rather odd situation. They know that uh, Bokoe was extremely loyal to Ongenagama. If it is exposed that Bokoe had been working on some secret project that resulted in the death of the queen. There are those who might think that that was in some way tied to Ongenagama. And of course, there is the fact that you knew as well, and you are also very closely tied to Ongenagama. I don't think most people know how close you were with Noma. And it this could have some blowback one oh, way or another you. this could be bad
2: Jeremy Cobb
3: <laughs> now now there is a now you know because I believe Mooty has spells yeah such a suggestion
2: uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, oh.
3: that for example this is up to you you do not yeah, 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 have yeah. to do this But if you wanted to, you might be able, especially with how deep you are into his mind, to convince Bokoe that he was involved and that this had Mm. nothing to do with you. And if we need a fall guy, Mm. he might not be a bad one. This is entirely up to you. There are other theoretical ways that I could imagine. uh,
2: I I can honestly tell you that I was already already trying to get here. Like, in my head, I was like, (laughs) there has to be a way. And I think um, in a moment of kind of clarity, Mooty is like, uh, and I think he might even say this in Bokoe's head, like using message or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there's, there's been a, it's not respect, but like, I think Mooty has found a sense of worth f- from Bokoe and mm-hmm. is like, okay, I can kind of see what you've had to put up with. Like your brother is an absolute tit. Um, and I think oh. in his head, he's, uh, he's still, you can yeah, still yeah, hear yeah, exa- the Yeah, exactly. God exactly. Oh, uh, and I'm like, I, I, I think I'll shout across like, you are one noise away from being banished from this realm. Do you understand me? You hear, (laughs) oh! Thank you.
3: It just gets (laughs) cut up, Uh, cut short. uh,
2: And I think in Bokoe's head, and I look deep into his eyes as I say this into his head, I say, we must form a chain around this nation, around Wugadu. Otherwise, we will certainly fall. To much more powerful enemies. And you see, Bokoe, eh? in this chain there can be no weaknesses. Not one. Uh, and i yes, I'm gonna cast Suggestion, and uh, I will say <sighs> Yeah, I think I will, whilst I'm deep inside of his mind, uh, and I've probed deeper. I'm just going to try and plant the seed of, you knew this was going to happen. I knew that I knew this was going to happen. Uh, I didn't. I helped this happen. And this is my fault. If and only wh- I told Mooty. I feel like that's the basically like the 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 seed that I'm planting as deep as I can possibly get it.
3: Okay. I'm going to say he rolls this with disadvantage just because of how addled his brain is mm-hmm. right now and how deep uh, you are inside of his head.
2: Yeah, I've rolled up a level 11 and I have a slightly higher character sheet. If you want the level 11 Mooty, I can give you this this save for that.
3: Uh, yeah, give me the level 11 Mooty.
2: That's a that's a DC 16. Uh, he got a 15. <gasps> oh, man. That was scary for a second. I mean, you, oh no, poor feel,
3: Yeah, you feel the suggestion take and you immediately feel guilt from him not from. Not, I mean, I don't know what you feel but you feel his guilt as the suggestion takes uh, he accepts this as I, reality I think if
2: I can, if I can articulate because I think this is like a big moment for Muti. I think he allowed I think he allowed Bokoe to continue to be Bokoe because I don't think that he saw Bokoe as a threat to what was happening, but I think in this moment he's realizing that like, oh no, to be surrounded by any kind of weakness is a threat. Like, had the had had I entrusted someone else with this information or with this discovery or whatever, this probably wouldn't have happened because they would have been stronger against something like this.
3: Mm. We
2: will. So there is, I think, for- a regret in a sense that this is Bakoe, but I think there is not regret. at all that he's had to do this
3: this is bakoe one of the loyalist uh servants of of the now queen he's been there almost since the beginning uh you've known him for years and years at this point uh you've long had tension but that tension had mostly smoothed for quite a while but uh is this kind of the moment where with this moment of connection looking into bakoe's eyes Mooty essentially is saying goodbye to, if not a friend, certainly a valued associate?
2: Uh, uh, a, a, Someone who kept him on his toes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but I think in the intervening, uh, if we are jumping forward, I think in, in the intervening time, would have moved for Bukoe to not be... Executed, but would have called. Well, for we'll him see about that. Be... Uh, okay, cool, right, sure. Yeah, because
3: we'll Bikoé would immediately <laughs> begin sobbing, mm-hmm. and as part of the wedding party, uh, would have been present at the battlements when each and every member of the wedding party, the catering staff, the entertainment were interrogated, and when it came, when it came, his time, uh, he was practically kneeling and sobbing already. I think most people assumed that it was because of the loss of the queen. Uh but Ongenagama and Muti, as you get down the line and reach Bokoe, uh he throws himself on the ground, he throws his arms out, prostrates himself, and
4: he says I'm so sorry! I am so sorry, my queen It was me it was me! I knew that this would happen! I was developing... I was developing a weapon... Weapons... B- b- based on the intruders! I, I allied myself with these... With these... These fiends! So that I, I, I knew this would happen! If only I had told Moody! Maybe he could have stopped it! I'm sorry! I knew that this would—they were targeting your grandmother—and and I still oh helped. Oh my god! I still gave them the weapons. They wouldn't have been able to do it without me. If there is anything that I could do to make up for it, please, I submit myself to your judgment. Please, please.
3: Uh, fully blubbering, Ntakumba is stunned. Like she didn't even say anything. She is standing there, open-mouthed, like tears forming in her eyes. Uh. Somebody, uh,
2: search, uh, Bokoe's quarters immediately.
3: Uh, some and guards. Workshops. In- A contingent of guards immediately breaks off. Ongeragama, what do you do with this traitor before you?
0: Mm. I know what I gotta do, but I don't wanna do it.
3: <laughs> mm. It's up to you. I'm not, I'm, I'm not making you do nothing.
0: I know, but I know exactly what my character would do right now. Mm -hmm. What is that? (sighs) Take him to the darkest corner of the dungeons on our grounds. Lock him there. Uh, do not let him Do not let him die
3: He is immediately seized and lifted up His face is a mess Of tears and snot He's like uh, as, he's, as he's pulled away uh, He says
4: I am not worthy to live I have betrayed all those I held dear I am not worthy to be a member of the royals I deserve this and
0: more As he's just being dragged you away You will be stripped of your titles And you will live barely only sniffing life. You will not see another human being for the rest of your days.
3: They had turned him towards you when you started to speak again and you see one last time the eyes of Biko'e one of your oldest and closest friends. You see what little hope there was in his eyes drains away, replaced only with resignation and acceptance. Not even really blubbering anymore, is just dragged away, silently.
4: Fucking hell.
2: Oh my god, man. No, that was just brutal. That was so fucking brutal. Oh my god. I am like... Oh <gasps> I feel like I have been bodied. <laughs> Me too and I oh. gonna... Okay, cool, let's go, let's
3: go. Whoa. Moving okay. forward, the investigation turns Ooh. up. They are I will roll for this investigation, actually. Okay. Okay, so the investigation is able to recover uh a few like they are able to recover quite a few more of these mysterious yellow stones that have Mm -hmm. just been set around the city. Uh, They notice, actually, that quite a few of these stones, uh, I think upon experimentation over the following days and weeks, you discover that these stones are able to turn into spiders. Like, they are able to sprout legs and a head part and scuttle around. The Mm. magic that is upon these objects... As well as, I will say, with uh, with what they rolled, they are able to find several more individuals with these masks on, and in every single case, the masks seem fused to their faces. I think there are attempts to remove the masks. Mm-hmm. Those attempts result in the removal of the whole face.
2: Could I try something? Yes. Could Mooty at some point attempt to do a journey into... Uh, the uh spirit world with one of these and if there is any way to with a spirit there because I remember before when we were seeing reflections and stuff in the spirit world we were almost like seeing we, we didn't know whether they were like necessarily versions of us as they were mm-hmm like a way of seeing like an earlier v- version of this person or just to literally get a glimpse of their face. I wanted to see what kind of, whether they like, whether they oh, was one of a the particular people. race or yeah, whether they're people or whether they are, whether see what happened. Cause I remember we kind of became forms as well. Like we didn't kind of stay our cells yes. like to see what it even turns into. Right. Like, yes. uh, it, See if there's anything I can glean as if I transfer this person into the spirit world. So I think like potentially with like Layla or someone's help to, mm-hmm. And um, their permission, of course, to like yes. take them through into the spirit world to see if we can glean any more information from them there.
3: I think Layla, having been present at the attack, would gladly take you into the spirit world. They would say, it is honestly the least that I can do. I, I'm I greatly saddened that I was unable to do anything at the actual attack. And so anything I can do to help. Uh, they would open a portal, you would step through, and that person would immediately become the pretty much the same size they currently are a great yellow and purple spider and would immediately lash out at you. Uh, Muti like mandibles clicking, fangs dripping with venom as it <laughs> leaps towards you. I think Layla, upon seeing this, having seen they weren't fast enough to act. What one time <laughs> they getting back <laughs> yeah. in there immediately, like they uh, they would stomp with some of their hooves, and the spider would just be <clears throat> like the like the vines and and the ground itself would <clears throat> rise up to swallow this spider, so that its fangs would stop just an inches from your face. Flailing in the air, legs splayed, violently shaking around you. You're once again on top of one of the giant trees in the spirit world, so the tree has like partially swallowed this spidery being. Do you see? Like, are you? Do you still try and check their reflection?
2: Yeah, I'll still try and check their reflection if I can. Yeah.
3: You see yourself looking up at you.
2: Immediately, nearly throw up. Yeah, <laughs> and the seeing the you... myself act differently to what I'm actually doing.
3: Yeah, the you in the water goes. Rough, rough times, times rough times.
2: times. You're telling me.
3: And then just flies away, so you no longer yep, have uh, a reflection next to you, you. This spider, you now see. Let me roll. Actually, you now see an amere sitting surrounded by what look like infinite strings. Basically, it looks like this spider that is flailing next to you. Uh, The reflection resembles an amere sitting or caught in a web. And it looks like these strings, these threads, these webs are not just like stuck to the amere. It looks like they're coming out of the amere. As if like the amere almost produced them. And the amere is just sort of hanging there.
2: A similar sort of sensation to what I had when I that thing latched itself into my brain because you said there's like eight points going into my brain, so it's like a, yes. it's, I'm seeing like a physical representation kind of thing of this. Yes,
3: but now it looks like instead of just eight, infinite. And I will say, they are—they all do seem to be coming out of the head. Uh, but there, Well, no, not all of them, excuse me. Most of them seem to be coming out of the head. There are quite a few coming out from other parts of the body as well.
2: Can I, can I call my reflection back and be like, can you follow those? <laughs> like, just let me know in like a couple weeks, like if you get anywhere <laughs> or if they just keep going.
3: <laughs> Your reflection comes back and is like, it, it seems, seems extremely, extremely dangerous. dangerous. I don't, don't think, think I, I want, want to do, do it, twice. but...
2: Ah, who am I kidding? <laughs> I love you. Uh, and flies off. <laughs> love you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite! I better be.
3: Layla looks, looks at the being and looks up at you and says, This magic is not natural.
4: Yes. It
3: would appear that it is the doing of some kind of looks as though there's some spirit magic, but this is not normal spirit magic. It seems perverted. Mm. I don't know if it's a spirit that has perverted itself. I don't know if it's a spirit that has bonded with some other kind of being. I do not know. What I do know is this is extremely powerful magic of a kind that I am unfamiliar with. And as they look off, they say, I fear. Not only for us, and not only for your reflection, but for all of O'Gardin. Mm. And they turn and say, but really, I i feel as though we may never see your reflection again.
2: Yeah, that's okay, honestly. The, the reflection, it's, um, it's a strange experience. Um, Leila, this is uh, troubling, to say the least. And anything that the spirits can do to lend a hand, I think, would be beneficial, I... I think this is a matter we will need to work extremely closely uh, on to get to the root cause of, given that we... uh, I don't think... This is going to be affecting both of our worlds, and um, we need to (sighs) find a way of safeguarding ourselves before we go rushing in. I may need to try to reel on Genagama back a touch. So we must formulate a plan before we rush in I felt the extent of this creature's magic and I wish not to feel it again it was quite awful
3: uh, Leila says I suspect that if you had felt the extent of the creature's magic you would not be here it is likely you only felt a small fraction of this being's power
2: Leila, you know how before we had uh, it was, I think, it was last year, sometime—we had a little chat about how certain things you say don't always help the situation because it makes me feel more nervous and anxious. That was a time—if I'm just being open and frank with you—where if you could have pulled back a little bit on the pessimism, that would have been great. Because yes. now I feel worse. You see, you see how that? I will be honest. <laughs> I
3: have been—I have been working with someone, and I have identified a tendency to speak both cryptically and ominously. Uh, I yes. wonder if it's sort of a cultural thing I was raised mm. with as a spirit, or if it's just something I developed uh because I saw the effect, the attention that it got me from when speaking to mortals, mm. but I do apologize. Sure. It is something okay. I'm trying to do. I understand. Work that's through. why I'm, I'm
2: just being upfront about it. I'm just being yes. upfront. Thank you so because much. now I'm it's shitting myself, you know what I mean? Understandable. You're, you're sort of saying, well that's like a fraction of the power and oh you're yes. gonna die, you know? Look, like, I was not the, well, always this
3: powerful. I've i I still have insecurities. From those old mm. days, of course, that I'm working through now, and I think it's just me trying to get sort of a, an mm. ominous rise out of those around me. And so, mm. look, I well, you I, got it,
2: We're well done. Yes, on that yes. front, yes, I am
3: powerful. I am strong. I am. I am legitimate. I am a great spirit. I am a great, yes. great spirit. Uh, they look yes, into the, They look into their reflection, <laughs> and the reflection gives them uh, two hooves up
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> and just <man>. smiles. <laughs> Mooty casts a worried look to the side and just thinks in his head, is Layla a weak link? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna, like, walk back to the... (laughs) Walk back to the portal. Easy, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, by the
3: way, if anyone is unfamiliar with the character of Layla, they are an antelope with six legs and two beautiful horns, I believe spiraled horns, uh, and I believe a long rainbow mane, yeah, extending. They are a very powerful antelope spirit who Mooty goes way back with. Mm. And as you leave, Layla looks and says, I'm trying to uh, sort of, um, well, let me just try it first. They look at you and they say, Mooty, you have overcome great challenges in your time, as well as uh, working with Onge and Agama. The pair of you have overcome great challenges in your time. I am sure that you will be giving this new test your all. And if you do, I think the odds are in your favor.
2: Hey, there we was, go. That was, was that, was that better?
3: Was that better? That was
2: good. Can I do an insight check? Does he believe a word he just they just said? Sorry. Yeah, roll an insight check. That's a nat one. I'm going to... I think Mooti actually thinks better and goes, you know what? I'm just going to take that. I'm just going <laughs> to look. it. A, lo- don't go. look
3: a gift antelope in uh, the mouth. Uh,
2: uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's just going to go, okay, okay, fine. Let's go, let's go. We got this, we got this.
3: Mooti, you come back. Yeah, more investigations into these, these individuals known as... I think they get the, eventually the nickname The Faceless... More of these faceless people. There are stories of them popping up in other spots, but it does seem that they are the highest concentration of reports is more towards the west. Now, currently, Ejozini's influence has been spread. We will say to the uh, through the various Swala communities, which there is still a long way to go there in terms of the the way that they live their lives. Also, (laughs) in terms of the Emere people. And I imagine probably to where uh, Bompaka is based, the the central Wagadian the Ikaki people around the swamp. Mm. Is On planning to head west still?
0: Uh yeah, I would I would think so. That is that is where she was told uh mm. to look. So I think what the plan is begrudgingly um uh, uh trying to honor her grandmother is she needs to make sure that Josini is at least reinforced there are systems in place there are screenings every day for these stones everywhere we are disposing of them there's like there's something happening in Edjosini mm-hmm. to make sure that that to make sure that the whole city doesn't get leveled right um right. and then a plan is being drawn up as to how to go west while not leaving Ejozini exposed. I would imagine that through some of the campaigning, um, because now Ejozini is under threat, some some troops need to be called back. I don't know what kind of unrest that will cause further afield, but basically it's sort of like uh, we need to um, secure the central hub.
2: Moody's first port of call would be to see if there's any way that he could use other spellcasters in Ejizini who or mm-hmm. anyone who has knowledge of spellcasting in Egezzini to see if they could turn the skull if there's any way of like utilizing the skull that would shield muti from like a psychic attack again I think that would be like a very important thing I think muti is almost like maybe even study like the heads of the the faceless and mm-hmm. see if there's like anything in there that like is like part of the you know if that's how this thing is being able to control these people so quickly or so easily or so like completely if there's Mm any way he can like reverse engineer that because i think the main thing that Mooty would want to do is send any warriors if any warriors were going west, would want to try and send them with some kind of defense, even if it's not, like, completely impe- like impenetrable or something, something that could, like, aid them in defending themselves against this thing. Because if he's... Because Mooji's basically, like, if you head west now and this thing just takes control of, like, half the army, we're screwed. Like, everyone's dead.
3: Okay. It takes one month, turns into two months, turns into three months. Uh Bekoe was sort of the heir apparent to langa the armorer and bakoe is out of action langa has been masked
2: if it's possible to use bakoe i think mooty would make a journey down to the dungeons and say you know be kind of like look you understand this stuff is there a way after like five months (laughs) yeah like but like, look is there a way of you you know, this is a way of you deciding to atone for what you've done.
3: I won't make you roll. Mooty is absurdly... Uh, actually, no, I will. This is a DC 30. Hit me a 30.
2: All right. Oh, it's just... The, okay, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, did I have
3: 30? You get no,
2: 29!
3: <gasps> <gasps> Bikoe uh, remains unconvinced. Four months turns into five months, turns into six months. At this point on Genagama, yeah. it is looking like you may need to go north to try mm-hmm. and deal with some of the unrest among the Swala and sure. the Amere uh, the integration with the spirits and the and the continued unification of the Swala has not sure. been going well. I feel sure. like at this point it is becoming clear to you, because that's another campaign that takes another six or seven months. I feel like at this point it starts to become clear to you that a firmer hand may be needed. You saw the results it got you when you basically declared martial law in uh, in Ejozini. Yeah. These other places that are ambiguously territories, like mm-hmm. they're not really Ejozenians, but they are kind of under the oversight of Ejozeni, you still have military outposts there, your influence is still there. If, if you want to actually control these places uh, or have them fall on, into line, you may have to t- take more drastic measures one way or another.
0: Yeah, sure. I think that in order to facilitate quelling that a little bit. And I also, I think over time, what becomes because like research and stuff is expensive, right? Materials are expensive, the stuff costs. Eventually, I'm going to have to start somehow taking more tithe from people. My military are going to need to start taking more rations from people because they need to be prepared to fight. Like, it, more military decisions start getting made over more rather idealistic decisions and mm. on one hand it's it's the natural progression because we have to batten down the hatches but it's obviously all serving one like goal i think which is to defend yes. Josini while also liberating so i think yeah going up north would be a good idea and um giving giving the generals more um autonomy Mm -hmm. In that, like, they don't have to constantly respond or or defer to me. They can handle it. Whatever that means.
2: (laughs) I think whilst Onganegama goes off, I think Muti would make the case to Onganegama to remain behind in order to... For you to
3: remain behind, you mean? Yeah. For for, Muti Muti to remain
2: behind. Yeah, remain behind, I think, to be a mouthpiece for Ongenegama to ensure that her will is still being enacted and to show that there is a presence here, that, like, Ejozini is not being forgotten. And I think also he would have said this quietly to Ongenegama, but to continue to kind of spread his influence into the kind of darkest recesses of Ejozini to make sure that there is, like, any whispers of any faceless or any uprising or, you know, anything like this, I hear about it first. Um, and I can deal with it. And I think when Ongenagama leaves, he probably takes a slightly more lenient view on things than when Ongenagama is present. I think he probably tries to take a more diplomatic view. He's more, and he's trying to broker peace or trying to like, like negotiate like certain parties to work together as opposed to, do you know what I mean? Like things like this, but is absolutely doing the kind of dirty kind of really, like, kind of clandestine stuff, I think, taking care of issues, maybe using uh, Untukumba's slightly stealthy and roguish abilities to eliminate anyone that is uh, stepping out of line. And I I absolutely think as well just would be trying to speak in the ear of generals that he either doesn't trust or that he is, like, and trying to kind of, like, vet them and, like, get their get a beat on them because he doesn't like the idea of handing out all this like power to generals to like make autonomous decisions. I think that's something that he definitely is not a big fan of.
3: Okay. I think it wouldn't have taken much effort to talk Ntakumba into getting involved with this. She does not take all of this well. The death of her grandmother, the apparent betrayal of her new husband. Look, she may not have wanted to marry the guy, but she still thought he was okay like she still liked him and he was so close to her i think initially she becomes a recluse but then Mooty is a- able to talk her out of like what she's doing like well like basically out of withdrawing and being like look there are other ways
2: yeah i think Mooty maybe recognizes a little bit of himself in her and kind of realizes maybe he needs to be like the Ongenagama. Mm. uh to Mooty kind of thing and yeah. it's like i've seen this before and I think there was a genuine, like, look, I you, I think you're incredibly strong, incredibly talented. Like, you are of s- such value to the kingdom. I think there really is, like, a genuine sense of, like, I cannot allow you to waste away here. Like, A, we need you. And B, I think that you're, like, you're an important person. And, like, therefore, you have you ha- absolutely have my respect. And I think that there is a care there. That I think Mooty is, uh, yeah, there is definitely a care there.
3: Mm-hmm um roll me persuasion Muti, to see how i think actually deception to see how well you are able to worm your way into the different parts of the city and unati Mm -hmm. actually no. what roll me charisma that's i did it wrong roll me charisma on would you say charisma or strength for trying to quell rebellion and reorganize these territories
0: i think charisma because it's subtle intimidation no like, there's okay. an intimidation going on there because they're um, everywhere. Roll me, then, Charisma. Both of you. Charisma. Uh,
2: Charisma. Uh, I have uh, I rolled which uh, which level? Uh, what, what kind of level are we at right now? Uh, we
3: will stick with the level 11, Muti. Okay.
2: Uh, that is still a 22 because I rolled an 18.
0: Oh, a dirty 20. Okay.
3: okay. On Ginagama, you are effectively able to essentially bring in these... Places as territories under the banner of Ejozini. Ejozini, yeah, they're essentially territories now that Ejozini oversees. Caretakes, takes so to speak and mooty you are very effectively able to worm your way into the underworld you start to hear whispers that some of the spiders had been acting strangely this hadn't been like this hadn't made news or anything but you start to hear like oh yeah i heard from this person that this person this person this person heard that they saw a spider and act very strangely and then another person's like yeah and i heard from this person who heard from this person who heard from this person and so on and so forth that uh that they saw in the outskirts of the city a spider straight up grow up into a person you start to hear weird reports stuff like that that sounds like it could be true but uh, if that's the case spiders are everywhere this is not this is not so good. Mm. Onginagama, what do you as you're reorganizing these territories, is do you is there like an official name change? Like what are these places? What do you call them?
0: Um basically we are trying to create Wakaningo. Um we are trying to and it's and the way Wakan'ingo that Wakaningo being
3: a commemoration of a, a group of people who were uh Wiped out by, uh, for anyone who is unfamiliar, the Wakoningo were a group of people who lived on the White Twins, which are a pair of gigantic mountains in Wagadu, uh, who were wiped out by a group of Daima who sort of migrated up there. Uh, the the Wakoningo were very short little people who had a very close relationship with the spirits of the area, uh, and they appeared to have been completely wiped out. And, uh, so this is, you're naming this group in honor, like these, these new territories in honor of them.
0: Yes. Um, the, it's, a the philosophy being that, um, spirit, man, ancestor, we all cohabitate Wakadians, um, together. Um, but it's not kind of washing out that way. Um, <laughs>
4: Mm, yeah uh, and yeah. i think like
0: paranoia is starting to set in a little bit trauma a little bit of trauma a little bit of paranoia um and and, an, and a growing obsession to find this cuz i don't know like that kind of voice or that sort of experience i think would stay with her for a while and i think a growing obsession to track this thing down
3: um muti by the time Onganagama finally returns over a year later i think one name is the closest thing that you get. Uh, that name is the Spider Queen. That's, it, you know, it's not a commonly spoken name. It's just a whisper. Someone who happened to have spoken Ozymon claimed that they heard someone praying to the Spider Queen when they rounded the corner. They didn't see the person there anymore. They don't know where the person could have gone. It was like in an alleyway. And this was years ago that they're saying this. It was just like a weird thing that happened to them.
2: I think the precautions that I think Mooty is taking is I think that he's slowly realizing that like a frontal assault is not useful in this scenario. Because I think all that means is that it shows, I think it shows our hand a little bit. Like maybe he tried this a few times in the first like month or two and was like, this isn't, this isn't working because it shows our hand. And then they move from wherever they're like, you know what I mean? Wherever they're like gathering or whatever, whatever little bit of information we can get, it, it then immediately like the trail then goes cold. And so I think that basically, I think using, hopefully using spirits if I can. Mm-hmm. Like as being like kind of trying to be like as close to like invisible spies as I possibly can to basically just let certain areas kind of almost like go uh, and be like almost allow that to 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 uh, like seed control, but to be constantly observing like these places uh basically to try and like lull them into some sort of like sense of security that they're winning and that they're you know, and to a certain extent they are, but it's hopefully always in the mind that like I can watch or I can see. Uh, what's happening in these in these like places.
3: I think Layla would absolutely donate, like use they would use their connections to get other spirits involved. Mm-hmm. I think by the time um Ongenigama returns to Ejozini, there are a lot of spirits there. Uh mm-hmm. just sort of roaming around like antelope spirits you see some uh you see some like f- well probably not fish spirits but you see no, like bird no. spirits you see tree spirits spirits of stones sp- like sp- all a whole range of different animals mm-hmm. and beings a lot of the people there seem pretty scared and like weirded out by the presence of vi- this many spirits i don't think you would recognize this i think muti would recognize this you would start to hear about this but on Onigenagama, you finally arrive back. You would hear this information from Muti. What would you like to do?
0: I want to know how successful um, the sort of bait of Switch has been. So like the giving loads of room to people to see how that works. Mm-hmm. I'm also calmed and like duped into a sense of, like, success by the fact that there's all these spirits here. And I want to find out if there are any leads whatsoever. Like, give me something
2: to punch. Because, like, that is what I can do, right? Like... I will roll. May I suggest something, Onganagama? Yes. I think... And I think, actually, I'll switch to saying this in Onganagama's head. Okay. Hopefully, with the proviso that the skull is doing something to shield me from someone some prying eyes
3: they would have just developed a ring of mind cool. shielding it is pretty resource cool. heavy so mm-hmm. you would most likely have to have like just the officers with them rather than the entire army yeah
2: yeah that's absolutely yeah that's absolutely fine i think that's absolutely fine uh but i've got something on myself currently it's what yes. I, is the is the thing then uh, i think i switch and i say in i gonna head i say what i have established is the enemy is at our doorstep and I do not think there is a move that we can make that is not telegraphed to the enemy ahead of time unless we find or we take measures to, uh, I guess, do a counter punch, if you will. Um, perhaps if there is a way that we can send an expedition back north or something like this, and have everyone believe that that is our main mission, I wonder with a smaller group of people who are shielded against these attacks, whether they might be able to head west and do a more surgical removal of our invisible, or at least a surgical uh, fact-gathering mission from said enemy. I worry about marching the troops up in that direction they will see it coming and they will make defenses and we do not know just what our enemy is capable of they may not have the resources that we have they may not have the numbers but we know they have incredibly powerful magic and uh, I think we've seen Mm. just what that can do uh, to individuals especially when it is combined with that of the spirit
4: Mm.
0: I I like this idea old friend I think we send an expedition north, as you say, to, to fool them, while sending a tactical unit that you, that I will trust you to to select. And here, here we celebrate.
2: Hmm. Yes, that is a good way to raise morale, and also to probably throw them off the scent, and maybe, maybe we could... Do something in the city. I know a couple of spots where there's some faceless gathering. We could take uh, a few of them out and we could use that as a cause for celebration. Uh, Make them think that we have won a a victory or or something. Yes, uh, uh,
0: a grand festival in the name Mm. of Yes, to celebrate the unification of all
2: peoples. I like this. Also, hi, by the way. How's north? I kind of imagine that they like, like, Onganagama's walked in, it's like, so. And we just immediately started talking. <laughs> yeah, and then like, finally yeah. after it's all done, it's like, oh, by the way, hi. Yeah. Hi, hi, how are you uh, doing? Mucha come, Mucha comes walking
3: over, is rubbing, uh, like as the big serval is rubbing herself against uh, Onganagama's legs. Okay, so, roll me a deception check.
2: Okay. Oh my god.
3: Same level? Same level 11? Yeah. Uh, we'll say okay, level 12. Cool. I don't think it makes a difference, okay. though.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Uh... Okay. i say that Deception. this is like another
3: couple months before anything else happens.
2: Okay. Okay. This is fine. Uh, I'm going to use my Silver Tongue on this 100%. <laughs> mm hmm. That is still a 19 on the first die. Okay. Uh, And it's a 16 on the second, so that becomes a total of 31.
3: Okay. So, uh, at this celebration, once again, you know, people are like, yay, okay, we're feeling a little bit better. Like, this is the first time in over a year that there has really been a festival. I imagine, like, all public celebrations were kind of halted temporarily while this crisis was ongoing, but now Mm -hmm. you have sent a team north. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You have not sent anybody west. You sent people north, uh, and then you I think were we just probably would walk-
2: use. I think we probably would use the kind of uh, the, the 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 festivities to kind of distract uh, in order to send the team west. So I feel like it would be happening like that night that we're Okay, be that night, west. Yes.
3: So yeah. as you're doing this, um, so a uh, a waiter. Comes like well, not a waiter, but like different people. You, you know, that you're being served food. That mm. you have a beautiful smorgasbord of food. Uh, they, in fact, slew a. Uh, they slew a. I imagine the uh, the Ajozians might also breed very large warthogs. I don't know. Oh why, yes, but, like you know, mm. real oh, yes, warthog yes. is
0: delicious. Mm. Mm. Real mm, thick
3: mm, porky mm. warthogs. Mm.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. And
3: so this this. Thick warthog uh, has been, been slaughtered, uh, is lying there on the table. Y'all are uh, y'all are chowing down. Um, and uh, roll me a perception check.
0: Oh man! Oh, Come man. On. and uh, roll oh, a perception check. Goddamn! Some shit's going on. Oh, man, <laughs>
2: one second. Perception nine. No. Fifteen plus five. Okay. Dirty. 20. I think it's plus five. Uh, No, sorry, plus four. Uh, 19, sorry. 12.
3: Okay. And I will roll opposed.
2: You don't have to, though. I do. I do. Uh,
3: You see Mooty crawling out of the mouth. As people are chowing down, crawling out of the mouth of the warthog (laughs) is so small that you almost can't make it out. Is a very small little spider that crawls I cast in... banishment.
0: I don't like. You... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I excellent, cast excellent. banishment. Excellent.
2: I cast uh, banishment I on the spider. <laughs> uh, the spider.
3: Uh spider. The spider. What's your save, you see? 16. Uh, you cast uh, to banish the spider. Spider uh,
2: saves. Uh, I have sorcery points. I spent three sorcery points, rolled it with the advantage It has to roll again
3: you like <laughs> ah, is feeling your magic not taking you spend more sorcery points uh, this time the spider winks out of existence
2: <laughs> yes uh, carry on drinking hard
3: the thing is Moody you know this lasts only for a minute I'm pretty sure
2: Yes. unless it's yeah. not native though unless there unless is spirit magic native. here which means it's not native in which case it would stay there and blow up there
3: you mean unless it's literally a spirit sure <laughs>
2: I think what I'd probably do is I would probably, within the minute, move people away, major image, uh, I don't know, I can't, can I major image? I can major image at 6th level, major mm-hmm. image like a big old fireworks display or something, and just like, be like, oh,
3: look over here, look I here, mm-hmm. incredible, incredible, people, people start to move over to that side. Initially, when the fireworks go off, people are like, Ah! Because it it's starts okay, to remind okay. them of the explosion okay. from before. They're like, oh, okay. And then you start to move uh, over to look. What do you do for the rest of this
2: minute? Um, i a, a spider is going to appear here. As soon as it appears, how about you yeet it as far upwards as you can? And I will blast it. Okay. I will. This I could go badly, but. Preparing it's just to yeet. <laughs> Get ready to yeet. I'm ready to eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, like, stand exactly where I know the spider is going to reappear. Uh, and I will flick it to Onganagama, who I want to. Hopefully. Oh, I hate uh, or In fact, actually, I'm getting You just—it's going to appear right here. Just, just as soon as it comes, I'll give you a countdown. I can release it a little early, and then you throw it up, and I will blast that thing out of the sky, and everyone will think it's just another firework, and be fine. Okay, cool. Great, great, great. Okay. Yes. It's like bomb. This is like bomb squad, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the spider oh, reappears in that spot, <laughs> and I you immediately try to throw it. Onginagama yep. th- throws it into the air? Yeah. Yep. Okay, you throw it into the air, Ongenagama. On As it flies into the air, it grows. You see, like, <gasps> oh, the legs start to sorry. extend down.
0: I hate spiders, <sighs>
3: man. I hate and spiders. And sort of, like, appearing in the center of the abdomen. Almost, It looks like a marking at first. You see another figure in robes. That starts to descend as the legs recede into, until they're like sort of sticking out of its back. This figure in the air moves its hands in a very strange way, and I need, uh, I need both, uh, I need both of you to make me. Uh, constitution saving throws.
2: Great. I'm gonna cool. banish this guy again. I'm gonna it again. <laughs> I'm ready. I got the slots. Just, I'm gonna it again. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. That's okay. Well, we'll see. Oh, I actually get a yeah, really so good about copy, 20, twenty. What is that? Yeah, What's game that? Math. Math. Twenty-seven. Yeah. 27. Uh, that's like a twenty-one.
3: Okay. That's so wild. <laughs> shooting down into the crowd is a massive cone of cold that. <laughs> <laughs> Freezes over, oh both of you. Uh, you see, like, dozens of people instantly killed. You, both of you are okay. The generals are okay. The officials. This figure, once again, moves its hands and flies up. Uh, and in both of your minds, all you hear is, I'm still waiting. <laughs> as the figure <laughs> flies over out of sight of the courtyard. And you start to hear screams from elsewhere in the city.
2: We have waited long enough on We must strike. It is, it is here. And it's time. We have no option. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we just... Uh, yeah. I think
2: <laughs> I will look into the sky, though, and, say, and I will... I, will uh, I think I can, can I amplify my voice with precipitation,
4: mm-hmm.
2: And I will say, You have made a mistake this night, for backing a cat into a corner is never a sensible choice. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll, I'm like, okay, let's go get them. I don't know. Yeah. Let's fight some I stuff. Think it's a I Go. There. We have to kill them.
4: <laughs> <It's bad. laughs> uh, so
3: you guys head out. I mean, this figure basically does a strafing run mm-hmm. over the city, dropping fireballs in mm-hmm. various oh populations. My.
2: If I can get close enough to banish it, then I will. It, it's like, only for, for like, it's fly. only
3: for like a minute. Like, it only does it like... <sighs>
2: Only fireballs for a minute. That's yeah. fine. Like, uh, you said, yeah, look, Only sure. like a couple
3: hundred people die. It, oh, okay. It's very, very cool. bad. The city is in utter chaos. This is just at like the, the moment when it seemed like Ejozini was... Things were starting to turn around. Uh, okay. Now the capital city has been hit. The, seemingly by just one person who just couldn't be stopped. It looks bad. Do you still intend to leave and head west?
2: No. Is the figure still there or? or, No, the figure flies.
3: The figure, like, blasts for a little bit and then flies away.
0: And then flies away. (sighs) And deliberately said, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. So, looks like Uh, we're going uh, where? Into the night. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, like, Muti, like, I mean.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I think Muti is feeling incredibly. Shit right now. It's just like, I feel like I've made the, 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 I did absolutely what I thought was best. I made the, the, the rash and calculated decisions along the way. And it has led to just them getting, like, putting my people in more and more danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think there's no, there's no hesitation. I think, he, yeah, he has absolutely has to, to, to head, head west. Um,
3: uh, I will say this, as the magic of this being touched you both once again, you again had, like, flashes uh, similar to when you got hit in the head with that rock, Muti, and you were running uh, through the garden with Bati. Mm. I think there's a moment uh, you flash to another moment of you sitting uh, on the edge of, you know, one of the palace parapets next to Bati, uh, just sort of looking out into the night, Uh and Bhatti looking, just sitting there like, wow, what a, what a beautiful place. What a beautiful place to live. Uh, he looks over at you and he says, and I couldn't think of anybody better to share it with. And he just sort of holds eye contact with you, sort of like seeming like expectantly uh, <laughs> before he starts to sort of like lean a little bit towards your direction, like hesitantly. Seeming like he's waiting for you to lean back.
2: Uh, what like, uh, spe- what headspace? Am I-, am I in like my head's sp- like my headspace in this moment, or am I in like no? In I think moment? you're in.
3: You're in that moment.
2: Oh right, I, I, yeah, I hundred percent. Lean forwards uh, uh, towards uh, Barty, and I say, um, um, moments like this are rare, and you're right. I couldn't think of anyone better.
3: His fingertips touch yours just as he leans forward, closes his eyes. You can see, like, there's a certain level of nervousness and try, like, the gears
2: turning in his head, like, okay,
3: okay, I was supposed to turn my head, like, okay, 30 degrees. Why do you always
2: overthink these things? Uh, I'm the one that's supposed to do that, and I'll just give him a (laughs) kiss.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Onginagama? Yeah? You remember fencing. Like being trained in all sorts of different weapons. Mm. You are a child. You're like young. This is younger than you've been since you were in Wagadu. You are fencing with a wooden long curved sword uh, against a much, much taller woman uh, with a very impressive afro. Beautiful. Afro, not quite cloud colored yet. As she tink, 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 tink. (gasps) Very good. Very good. You are improving. Well done! Yeah. Your parents are going to be so proud.
0: Yay! I was so excited. <laughs> I'm strong.
3: I can't imagine why they went into the law, the, the profession of law. <laughs> your, your mother is your mother is your mother is such an impressive physical specimen. She jumps forward and imbr- she well, she doesn't jump forward. She steps forward and allows you to embrace her uh, oh. and just strokes the back of your head as you're as you're. I imagine at your height, hugging one of her legs. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> she's thick, mm. um, and that was like while you were being blasted by the cone of cold, and then like okay. it faded, and you saw the figure fly away. Okay. Uh, but anyway, fast forwarding, you gather the crack team together. I'm assuming,
2: yeah, the most trusted people. Like, I need to. I I've spent months having no doubts about these people.
0: I I am I am also queen now, so I want mm-hmm. like. Everything, like all of the technology, all of the what what, like everything that we have in those battlements is coming. Anything of any use, <laughs> any spell casters, like
2: just everything.
3: Mm-hmm. You and take I think the as most well, powerful at everyone.
2: Yeah, and I think as well, I I think Muti tries to make a point talking to whoever's in charge with like the Swala and the Emere, and is like making this request, and I think Mooty's, what Mooty's trying to do is being like, I want you to bring your most trusted people uh, as a show of faith, of like, we have a common enemy, and like tr- an attempt to like bring the kingdom to kind of together as well, like I want there to be like a you know mm-hmm. that there is like a and again of course they'll be vetted they'll be like they'll go through a rigorous yes. process of being like <laughs> uh, making sure that there is nothing in you know like i think like letting like making themselves like open themselves up to me as i like probe their thoughts and stuff to make sure there's no you know uh uh residual suggestion like there was on Bokoe mm-hmm. or do you know what i mean like because i feel like I've, I've i've felt the touch of that magic so i feel like i would yes. be able to recognize it you know
3: okay i'm going to roll to see how many months this takes sure okay This process of essentially gathering everyone together, building up, uh, producing as many of these rings of mind shielding as possible, convincing, like gathering up essentially the bannermen, who are now subjects of your kingdom, it seems, Mm -hmm. from the Amere and the Swala, uh, takes eight months. You are able to gather them. That's that's absolutely fine. Uh, But the, in fact, Muti, I think through your feelers, you would hear Ongenigama's, like, exploits when she has gone out among the people, the various times when she's gone out into the field, have earned her quite the reputation. There are, of course, still fanatics out there who are extremely pro-Ogama. But I think Mm -hmm. most people, like, outside of Ejozini itself, and even in Ejozini, don't even refer to her by the name Ongenigama. They just call her Ogama. Or the Ogama. Onganagama, what what is your war costume at this point?
0: I have put, like, long, bright gold braids into my hair, into, like, this massive, like, crown um, of, like, hair and gold. I wear, like, this big lion's mane with Chief Maroma's um, fangs coming out of the front of the lion and these massive... Oh, you, Chief Chief Mano.
4: Chief
0: Chief Mano, sorry. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. massive uh, for
3: ant- the record Meno oh no I said who? no Meno was a Bonuamwen with steel mm. teeth uh yeah. and so you, his teeth are in the front
0: yeah and then Ooh. I've got um these massive uh the, the antlers on the sides of that um oh the horns, and, like, Is the the the, horns are these yeah. King
3: Yati's horns the King Yati's stained horns red, stained
0: red stained red
3: with uh with Olaomo yeah.
0: yeah 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 yeah. and i'm swola
3: (laughs) (laughs) somehow even bigger and even more cut
0: yeah somehow even bigger and even more cut and just like basically full-on warrior like just warrior then i will say
3: that the title that you have been bestowed is not just ogama but ogama the horned lion your legend Ooh. echoes throughout Ooh. the now... It's borderline empire of Age of Zini because you have so much land as you gather your strongest forces and head west. And we're going to fast forward now.
2: Oh, man. <clears throat> uh,
3: to the inside of a vast cavern, your forces had marched west uh, encountered Aziman people. Most of the Aziman were very friendly. Uh, th- you, they were living amongst in and amongst the Ikaki people. Uh, they clearly had a very different culture from the rest of uh, this particular area of Wagadu, like your particular island continent, in part because of the cultural exchange with the people from across the sea. This is the first time Ongenegama starts to hear about people in other parts of Wagadu. These people are awed by the show of force. And the gigantic, powerful, such an imposing figure that that Onigamama, the 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 imposing, powerful lioness woman at the front of this army. You eventually, I think it takes a little bit longer. Like uh, you almost may have been expecting like a directional force, but they have, they certainly have legends and tales of the Spider Queen. Uh, I think you would have started to discover, you would hear that she is someone who collects history that's i think what they would describe she is someone who collects history she is someone who feeds on experience especially moments of strong emotion whether that's extreme pleasure or extreme pain these are extremely common and she is very these are these are the kinds of memories that she wants she is feared people rarely talk about her uh, there are legends, you know. Don't go near your spider web after dark. If the spider web glistens the wrong way, you know, don't stay away from it. Do not offend spiders. By the same token, if you have a bad dream, that may have just been her taking the memory away from you. So you should say thanks. It depends on the uh, depends on the community, depends on the village, depends on the city you're you're in. But this has all led you here. To a cave on the very coast of this island, a cave which no one, except for the most devout followers of the Spider Queen, go. And you, upon entering, you immediately realized this was, this is what she wanted you have entered the lair of the spider. You have walked willingly into the spider's web. And I think the deeper that you went into these caverns, the more... Because it was really more of a cavern network. The more, like, you are confronted with phantoms of the past. As you've made your way through this, you've caught glimpses of people that you know and loved from the past. Edudzi, the former general of Ejozini. I think Mamba, the crocodile spirit... By the way, Mamba in in outside of this uh, had actually been replaced by another member of her band, Samba, who had really <laughs> taken the crocodile spirit band in a much more Latin uh, flavored direction somehow more danceable. but <laughs> you see Mamba, you see the various a lot of the various people that you've lost. I think Ongenagama would hear deep into the cavern <laughs> the chittering of Muenzaco. Uh, echoing through the cavern, and that has led you here. We are opening at the climax of this battle. I think both of you have ba- also, by the way, your adventures, even just getting here, which took months in and of themselves, mm. have, again, boosted you up both significantly. Uh, this is the first time Muti's been in the field for a couple years. Yep. <laughs> in fact, more than but a How do I do this
2: again? A few years, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> mm. But shaking the dust off of them wings... You have arrived at the center of what feels like a giant web. I think as you traveled, you'd start to see uh, little streams, which you thought may have just been like the, the sea itself washing in. But these streams seem to all flow in the same direction. And then there are, you see that there are little connecting streams in between the streams, as if the streams themselves are forming a spider's web that all converge on this or towards the back of a huge cavern, excuse me, sort of like a raised cliff face uh, where all of, the, all of the webs converge. It is here where the Spider Queen had sprung her trap. There are hooded figures as well as seemingly phantoms as the hooded figures emerge, you see them take the appearance of phantoms of, from other people's memories. The battle is desperate. The battle is hard. The battle is heavy. Uh, the losses are severe on both sides. I would like both of you to roll me a wisdom saving throw in this moment.
0: 15.
3: And I will roll another wisdom saving throw myself. Uh, okay, 15. Uh,
2: that's 20. 20.
3: Okay, Muti, both you and Ntakumba and Ongenagama, all three of you are able to fight your way close to what looks... It's the spot where all of the water converges, but you don't see a person there. Like, there's nothing in the center of this web, but Ongenagama, as you are, like, you've been scaling this cliff fighting your way like, as more and more of these phantoms appear mm-hmm. they they the ones who appear seem closer and like they are people who are closer and closer and closer to you just mm-hmm. as you see one finally
4: the,
3: the form of wenzako appearing and you know you have to slash through <gasps> your hand touches one of the veins of water and mm-hmm. And people have been, I think, avoiding touching this water, because everybody who touched it seemed to get, like, flashes of memory. As you happen to slip and touch the water, uh, your saving throw is simply not enough. Muti, you watch as Ongenagama's eyes roll back into her head. All you see oh, are the whites, on. and the water flows up Ongeinagama's arm into her mouth, and then eight watery legs burst out of through the pores of her back you see like (laughs) dew drops forming the shape of eyes around her Uh, on Genagama Mm -hmm. what you are seeing is war you are seeing the most stressful moments these are moments that you do not remember experiencing they are okay. similar to when you saw yourself as that great warrior before, yeah. and, and when you saw yourself sparring with Noma before. Yeah. This is like, this feels like it's from another lifetime. And okay. Muti, you see Ongenagama still wearing the lioness head and crown with the steel teeth rises up with these huge watery fangs that extend out of her mouth what you see her is... rise up and you once again hear that <laughs> <laughs> what do you do muti
2: oh man what do i do mhm what do i do i've got like one thing i can try before, I just like tr- try and I I have to like hurt Ongenagama. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and counter what's happening to Onegama, and I need Ongenagama to or whoever it is uh, to roll mm-hmm. a whiz save as I'm going to try and cast dominate person. Okay, uh, I will roll. I'm going <laughs> to attempt to cast this at. Hold on, let me just double check which level I need to cast this at. If I do it at 6th let me just double check if I do it at 6th that will last for 10 minutes or 7th that will last for an hour
4: mm-hmm.
2: I think I'm going to do it actually I'm going to do it at 5th level and if it succeeds then I may try and like re-up it after a minute because okay. it, I, it might not succeed and then I've just burnt like a 7th level spell slot or something uh, and okay. I'll absolutely use three sorcery points to make the roll disadvantage.
3: disadvantage. Uh, so does that mean they have to roll the whole thing again or they have to roll again and take the lower of the two?
2: So this is a heightened spell. When you cast a spell that forces the creature to make a wisdom saving throw, you spend three sorcery points to give the target disadvantage okay, on the spell cool. uh, on its first saving throw made against the spell.
3: So I'll keep the, I'll keep the ro- number that I just rolled and then I'll roll to see if I get lower. Okay, so Ongenagama, you, mm-hmm. as you once again feel the power and strength uh, of, of this queen general. All of these lion bloods are answering to directly. I think you again had that vision of yourself flying through the air going mm-hmm. to destroy this Daima man who is tro- who has activated this great moon orb in the center of the room that is causing s- your soldiers to just be decimated. And out Mm -hmm. of the corner of your eye, you see another Daima flying towards you. A Daima with purple dreadlocks, very, very dark skin, purple antennae, purple and silver wings, flying towards you with terror and rage in his face. You see that person attempt to cast a spell on you. I think as you see this, the voice says you have a choice to make and in your mind you see this is Mooty I think you it clicks for the first time this mm-hmm. person who's fighting you is Mooty these memories are the only explanation is that these memories must have been from before you fell you are having memories of the upper realms this happened you fought against Mooty And Mooty tried to destroy you. In fact, maybe he was the one responsible for you falling. And I think once again you see him in front of you trying to cast a spell against you again in this cave, hanging from the side of a cliff. Uh, It's slick with water. There's death all around. You feel that in this moment were you to seize these memories, seize this version of who you are you would not only get to keep the power that you have right now. Power which you realize is a, a wellspring the depths of which you truly cannot fathom. And this is not your power, this is power that is controlling you right now. Uh-huh. You get to choose do you keep this power? Uh-huh. Do you use it to wipe out those who oppose you? Or do you choose to reject this power knowing full well that the web of where this power spreads would allow you to essentially spread your influence over as large an area as you want and unite everyone under your banner because frankly there are none who could oppose you with this spider queen power that you have felt. Or do you reject this power? Do you recognize that in this case, your friend Mooty might be right and you might be wrong? Do you give up control and allow yourself to lose this power? Knowing that if you lose it, you may never be able to get it back. Not like this. And you may also lose all of these memories, all of this knowledge of who you used to be and you may never be able to get that sense of assurance, that sense of security back. Mooty, does, do you say anything as you are casting this spell towards Onge Do
2: I get, am I getting any of this? Like, am I... I
3: think you see her eyes flip back down, even among the, like, the six other beads of water. You see her human eyes swing back down and lock eyes with you, and I think you see that this is... This is absolutely pivotal.
2: But as I'm, like, as I'm, like, tr- trying to, like, t- like, go into Ongenegama's mind, am I, like, seeing any of this? Do I, like, do I see any of these memories?
3: As you're doing this, one of the spidery, like, the spidery legs are starting to close around you. One of them touches your shoulder, and you phew, see, like, yourself moving towards Ongenegama, and in through the air, seeing her about to swing her axe down on Bati, knowing that this is what happened. I think for the first time Mooti also is like oh no. Yo. This mm-hmm. is the dream that you've been having for all these years. I think for the first time it clicks fully in your waking life that you see the connection between you and Ongenagama going back as far as before the, uh, before either of you fell when you were both in the upper realms. And you see the choice that Ongenagama has. What do you say?
2: It has always been us. The two of us, to decide the fate of that world, wherever that world is, wherever it presides, and this one. Somehow we always find ourselves at the center, and it would seem we usually are opposed in some way, shape, or form. I am thankful for everything that you have taught me and I feel a great great sense of sadness and pain and anger towards you in this moment but I believe these are memories on Kenagama nothing but memories and there is nothing that we can do to change them as much as I wish deeply and desperately that they would Whatever you did to my love is done. And whatever this Spider Queen promises you, I want you to remember all the pain (sighs) and suffering she has already caused.
0: On Genagama decides to let go of the power
3: Muti, you see Ongenagama. I think both of you feel a sense of connection deeper than you've ever known. All of your memories are immediately laid bare to each other. Ongenagama, you see all of Muti's deceptions. You see the amount of courage that it took for him to put his life on the line for you. You also see what he did to Bokoe and why you see the fear and calculating nature that led to it i think muti you see the fear that has always been at the core of ongenagama the the fear that the fear that she will not be enough and that she will be controlled and and the fact that she has wanted to be the one in control of her destiny and then the love that she felt for the people of Wagadu and and the the very messy measures imperfect measures that she has taken to try and protect them uh, and as these connections that the two of you have formed the bonds the memories that you have that you have made over these years, connect the pair of you like a spider web on Genagama you feel a pair of icy fangs sink into you at the
1: base of your neck as you hear no no it's not about moving forward it's about where you came from you came from violence. You will end in violence. And Muti,
3: you see as Ongenagama, having given up on trying to wield this power, is instead attacked by the being who had promised her this power. Ongenagama, I think your vision starts to cloud. As you look at Muti, Muti, you watch as Ongenagama starts to recede from your vision. Uh, both like on like a spiritual level. Physically, she's still there, but you see, you watch as the Ongenagama you knew, the one whom you are connected to recedes deeper and deeper. You see the spider's legs curl around her as Ongenagama is dragged into the darkness.
2: <sighs> I f- Basically, I think what's going through Moochie's head right now is if this is it for Ongenegama, do- like, he shouldn't let her be dragged away and become a, you know, like a puppet or a whatever for this creature. Like, she, she should go on, like, her own terms kind of thing. She should go in a blaze of glory or whatever.
3: Hmm. She shouldn't fall victim to what is essentially blatant treachery and selfishness yeah. on, on the part of a being that has no right to claim this person. Mm. Yeah. What do you want to do?
2: It's whether I try... I don't think that would help. I don't think banishing would help. I feel like she just comes back and then you know
3: considering the amount of connection and amount of magical and spiritual, let's be honest, spiritual connection, the pair of you share, and the amount of, I think, magical and spiritual energy that is in this room right now, I will let you expend part of yourself Mm -hmm. in order to send Onginagama not with this creature, but essentially to cocoon her and set her someplace where this creature cannot touch her.
2: I think I know exactly what Mooty does. hmm I think Muti, Uh kneels down, holding his hand out, and as soon as he does that, I think Night Eyes appears, and he goes, Okay, boy. One last job." And I think Night Eyes takes off in, like, a full sprint towards Onganagama, and as soon as Night Eyes hits Onganagama... I think Onganagama is like enveloped in like shadowy energy and I think Mooty gives up all connection to like this like shadowy like darkness inside of him just completely relinquishes it to Onganagama has always been the light for Mooty and I think that Mooty was like the the kind of the good like you know like a healthy balance it was a healthy balance between the two of them and I think that he's choosing that this world won't lose any light because he's going to become it and therefore he has to sacrifice that darkness
3: Ongenagama, you were being dragged backwards you made I think what anyone what, what most people call certainly uh, I as dungeon master don't normally make judgments like this but I'm gonna call the right decision you chose to reject I think you gain a deep understanding of this being as it attacks you this being is pain.
0: It is trauma, so it is much, so trauma. trauma.
3: <laughs> and trauma cannot exist without a host. Yeah. Trauma needs a host. It is trying to claim you and you watch as your friend gives up all of his connection to to his goddess, really? the goddess of death, Adisa, and his friend Night Eyes. And as you feel yourself being dragged back, you feel the cold, wet nose of Night Eyes touch your hand, and his body transforms into darkness that envelops you. And I think the next sensation you feel is floating. Floating. Floating free in infinite infinity. There with your experiences, with your loves, with your hates, with your fears, with your joys, dwelling in a place of pure memory that seems endless. And Muti, as you watch the lifeless body of Ongenagama tumble down from the side of the cliff. The shadowy beings, the phantoms that were attacking, are dispelled by this refusal to let their queen have her sustenance. Uh, she's unable to keep maintaining them. The army rejoices as you see Ongenagama's body lying on the rocks below. I think in a position in which she looks not broken, but peaceful. As if she made a choice that released her, and you have helped keep the thing that was trying to destroy her from getting any closer. What do you do in the midst
2: of all of this chaos? Um, I think Muti, uh, is it is it nighttime or uh can I roll a moon check?
3: <laughs> you know what? You don't even need to roll. I will say for the purposes of this, there is a shaft of moonlight shining through. Even if it wasn't before when you entered the cave, right now it is a full moon over Wagadu.
2: Cool. I think I my wings activate. I hover up through the shaft of light and, like, out into the to the air.
3: As you leave the cave, you do see Untakumba climbing down and cradling uh, her sister's body and sort of rocking gently.
2: I think Muti will try and, I think, send a message to... He wants to send a message to three people, I think. To Untakumba, he will say... think it's over to you now I I know that you have a huge amount of strength and I I cannot wait to watch you flourish and then a message to uh Adisa and say I hope that you are not displeased with my decision you will always be and have always been a beacon of hope in the darkest of moments, that even if I were to die, I would only be awaiting your warm embrace. And then I think finally he'll send a message, not that he thinks it'll go anywhere, but he will try and send a message to Barty and say, I did my best to not be governed by fear and rage, and I chose to forgive, because I think that's what you would have done. Even though I miss you so much. Uh, And I think he's just basically going to keep flying. I don't think Mooty knows where he's going. I don't think Mooty... I think maybe Mooty's like... Oh, am I going to see what this other continent's about? I don't know. Like, He's just like... (laughs) I think we're done here, and I don't think that the world, like I don't think Edrazini or the, uh, I don't think the people of this empire need, like he doesn't, like I don't think they need me right now. I think they need something else entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think he just flies.
3: All right, uh, and feeling as though your role in this story has ended. I think, guided by the light of the moon. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think I'll, that's what I'll do. I will, trust, I will trust the direction of the moon, I think. Like, wherever the moon is chosen to appear and be at this particular moment, I will head in, like, that direction.
3: Mm. Guided by the light of the moon, you head off into the night, and that is where we will end this
2: session. Oh, my God. Whew. That was...
3: Yeah, how was that for you guys? Everybody okay? A
2: lot. That was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, like, that maybe the most emotional I think I've ever felt playing d and D. I I really, that, like, that got me messed up, like, sideways and backwards and, you know, I was like, mm. I was doing emotion. I'm still doing, I'm still reeling. I'm still like, <laughs> holy shit, like.
3: Mm. Thank you. I want to say thank you, uh, first of all, to uh, you, Unati, for coming back out of temporary retirement uh, (laughs) to (laughs) bring Ongenagama back and bring Mm. her story to, I guess, a close. Perhaps an asterisk there. I don't know. It feels like, I don't know. We'll talk about this more. Uh, uh, (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for doing this uh it has been a true pleasure uh it was yeah. when w- this episode has just been the three of us and as soon as we started i was like man
2: it's like old times it's like uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. it really yeah. it really felt yeah. like uh,
3: season one all over again mm. uh,
2: yeah. so
3: thank you so much i hope you're not too traumatized uh by, <laughs> by the terrible things that just occurred <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> we could unpack that uh in the talk back, but uh yeah. <laughs> for now thank you all for listening. Do you have anything that you would like to plug, uh Unati?
0: Oh, wow. Um this is happening again. Um I am <laughs> on Twitter um at L U Lewis Um that's my Twitter handle. And then uh, my Instagram handle is Leander Lewis Niao on Instagram. Um, uh, there's a show coming out uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Cold Wednesday. I'm in that. Please watch it. Um, yeah. I
2: think it might even be out at this point. So just yeah, go by now. The watch it. Yeah. By the time yeah. this comes it, yeah. out. Watch it, it, the yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Exactly. It'll, it be, be, like be, It'll yeah. be like August. It'll be like August when this comes yeah. out. So yeah, and if it's out, enjoy that. That'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Uh,
3: significantly yeah. less traumatic than what just happened here. So if you need to go recover from that,
0: yeah, less uh, trauma go. for me. I don't know about everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. And of course, three black halflings. You find us at th- th- the number three black halflings. Uh, and Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc. Uh, Jasper, what's your Twitter, Twitter handle?
2: Uh, you can find me at jw underscore cartwright on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
3: Yes, and you can find me at Jeremy Cobb one. That's Cobb with two B's and the number one on Twitter. Who knows if I have another uh, social media by that who point? Knows, but anyway,
2: could I uh, just quickly? I just wanted to say, yes. like, I I'm. Uh, I'm so excited for people to hear this and to see what people's reactions are. And I I just really hope that people uh, uh, enjoy the the kind of the culmination of like this like narrative arc. I really genuinely loved this. Uh, I thought it was a I thought it felt like it it feels like a beautiful love letter to these wonderful characters that we started like some time ago. Uh, And I just hope especially for the people who uh like you know stuck through all of uh the, the first season and and i know some people that have listened to it like twice uh which is absolutely wild yeah. uh and i hope that this has served that uh, uh for you uh and that you've enjoyed it because uh, i've really enjoyed recording it and i'm very excited to talk about it
3: and for those of you who haven't listened to the cup of the caterpillar first of all i'd recommend it. it's pretty good it's, pretty good, it's, it's yeah. good stuff it's got a lot of really good stuff uh Especially but from also episode
2: like uh, five when we get the audio together
3: uh, it's yeah. more like episode 10, but yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was the uh,
3: But uh, hopefully, if you haven't seen it, this was still followable and enjoyable for you. Yeah. Uh We'll be back to, you know, we'll be jumping back out of this flashback sequence uh, next episode. So stay tuned for that. Uh, yeah. But I think... I think with one last uh, tip of the hat to, uh, well, tip of the mask to Udati first, and to all of yes. you, thank you all so much. Uh, so long, Shire folk.
0: So long, Shire folk. So long, shire
3: folk. Meow.